Welcome back to the Chicago Tomahawk. I'm Mike and I got my linemate Matt with me. And today we're going to go over the Blackhawks, um, the recent release of their broadcast team for the 22-23 season. Um, Pretty sad to say that our guy Jason Ross Jr. did not make the squad. I think that he may be doing some games on there because he still is affiliated with the Blackhawks on on all of his social media accounts. So you never know. I thought that he was, he did a great job last year, but as of right now, as we all know, taking over for a uh, Pat Foley is Chris Vosters doing uh, TV play by play. Troy Murray is going to be coming in as a uh, color analyst, which I'm very happy about. Um, and Patrick Sharp is going to be sharing those duties with him as well. Um, I would, I'm, I'm really happy, man, that, that Troy Murray is making the jump to TV. I think that he did a great job on the radio. And um, and I, I think that he's going to be good. I hope Patrick Sharp has really been practicing in his off time because from what I've, the games that I've, I've listened to him thus far has a lot to be, he has a lot to work on. Um, he's very good if you want to like, like say interview him after a game. I think he's a very well-spoken guy, but being on, uh, but being a color analyst, um, I think that, He's just a little too monotone for me, and uh, I'd expect a little bit more out of him. Obviously, Troy Murray and Patrick Sharp are taking over for Edzo. A lot of people were upset about that. You know, Edzo's got some other things going on. He's going to be working with his brother over there in Seattle. So, and you know, maybe this was the the time for for him to kind of move on because we've got a lot of new faces coming in here, and I'm gonna I'll, I'll get to that in a second. John Weideman is uh, doing radio play-by-play, but he is also going to be doing things for the Blackhawks content team, uh, which is great, and he's a, a very welcome voice. Uh, I, I'm a big fan. Uh, Colby Cohen's a content analyst. Kaylee Chelios is going to be a content contributor and be on broadcast. Um, We've got Miguel Esparza, who's going to be doing Spanish play-by-play, and uh, Jorge Moreno is going to be doing Spanish color analyst. So, Matt, out of all the names on here, I'm very happy to see Troy Murray uh, making the jump. How do you feel about Patrick Sharp? I, I personally, like you said, I kind of agree with you. He's very, he's very boring. To me and you know as a player he wasn't he was very exciting you know real right. flashy and right really good personality you know he'd always make digs at other players and stuff like he was better and he was better looking and stuff oh, like yeah. that but yeah i think like you said he's more of more of like a steve conroy type of guy like after in between the intermissions and stuff i think he'd be very good at that right and i think that's where he should have started i don't think they should have thrown him right into the fire like this but i think they were a little desperate to get like a big name from the dynasty days to uh you know keep the fans interested like some some you know like a lot of women obviously like sharpie my wife's one of them (laughs) so you know they'll probably stay because they they think he's great and stuff. But um, I'm very happy with Trey Murray. I'm happy he's healthy enough to to take on this gig. It, it's awesome. And I'm thinking maybe they'll do like a 41 and 41 type of thing. You know, uh, sure. Maybe Murray will be more home games, so he's you know he's close to home and everything. And Sharpie goes on the road, something like that. Yeah, I know the uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning have uh the legend phil esposito he does radio too but he he only does home games 
which is cool because he's older too and stuff like that. And it, it, it's a good thing, I think, for Sharpie. But yeah, I, I think that maybe a little like I think Stu Grimson could have been better because yeah. he's very well spoken and he's he's done stuff like this. But uh, it, they picked Sharpie, and you know, I'm not I'm I'm a sharp fan. I hope I hope he does well. But like you said, he's got to he's got to really work on this stuff. So preseason, he's uh, he should really uh, try to work on his. Uh, his new trade here, dude. I, I, I honestly, man, I think that uh, Stu Grimson blows Patrick Sharp and uh, Colby Cohen out of the water, man. Yeah, I don't know Stu why Grim- they didn't try to get this guy. Very intelligent guy. He's well spoken. I mean, he he was a goon enforcer his whole career, but he's like, I think he's an Ivy Leaguer. He's a hey, he's a lawyer. He's an he, attorney now. Yeah, he and. Every time he's on NHL Network, I always listen to him. I just love what he's got to say, and and the guy's hands are the size of freaking catcher's gloves. I mean, he's got he's a beast, you know. He used to but go toe to toe with uh, he used Proby. to go toe to toe with Proby, man. I mean, you've you got to be like that. I know, and and he was famous for um, making a call to his daughter during a game, a late game one year, and he was. I think he was singing the Itsy Bitsy Spider or something. It's like, really? Who's going to make fun of this dude? You know, right. Like, yeah, I'm not going to say, go ahead, man. Tuck your daughter in. I'm going to sit over here in the corner. No one's going to laugh at you, I promise. <laughs> my, my own business. <laughs> yeah. I personally would have liked to see a guy from the, the era we grew up in. Yeah. You know, I think I think that would be cool because it, it's always been Eddie and he's kind of, you know, like the year... Like our our parents, maybe their age, like Eddie's, like yeah. in his late later fifties now, and maybe get a guy like you know who just retired a couple years ago. You know, I think that would have been cool for us younger fan, like not younger fans, but like millennial type fans, sure. older millennials. But hey, good for Sharpie, I like him. Uh, Foster's, uh, I don't know. I I we'll see. He's I want to no give fully. him another chance. I do. I want to give him another chance. <sighs> Yeah, you know me. I'm. I was a big Jason Ross fan. I I just liked his voice. He had a deep voice, and he when there was a goal scored or a big save, he put a he put a a lot of emotion into the call. And sure, I just think Vosters is just kind of uh, like the brush lion always says. He's just kind of like mainstream. You know, he just sounds like everybody else, and yeah. that's what they're all going for. And I, it, they made their decision, and you know, we gotta. They're gonna re, they're gonna be a part of the rebuild with everybody else. So. Yeah, definitely. You know, and he he is a well spoken guy. I I Vosters can he doesn't get caught up on his words, but and I'm looking for this guy to be successful. You know, I want him to be. Yeah. And because we are definitely going into a new time for this this organization, man. Vosters, Troy Murray, Patrick Sharp, Colby Cohen, I mean uh Kaylee Chelios, you know, these are new people, at, at least within the past, you know, at least the, the past 12 months, the past season. This is a new uh, broadcast team coming up that is going to be, you know, anchoring this uh, this Blackhawks team, and hopefully into a new time. I obviously yeah. I don't listen to the Spanish play by play, but I'm I'm will, I'm wishing uh, Miguel and Jorge, uh, the uh, the Spanish color analyst and the Spanish play by play. I'm wishing them um, all the luck too. They're they're special guys. They get to stay off to the side. They don't get any uh they don't <laughs> they don't get any vitriol from us because. Uh, we we honestly haven't been listening to their um, you know, to their calls. I wish I could. You know, maybe I'm just gonna learn Spanish so I can listen to these guys. You, Think you I'm know do that. Spanish, don't you? I know some, yeah. I know I, a I, I bit. know more than I know more than I let on. 
I I know only swear words. Oh, okay. Because no, I, I the guy, my coworkers. Hey, they're hockey fans. My coworkers, and two of them are from Mexico. They love you know watching the Blackhawks and sure. Hey, this might be good for them, you know, and it might build the game for the Hispanic community. I didn't even know that they were telecasting Blackhawks games in Spanish. I didn't know either. It's like the WWE. They got the Spanish announce table. It's always getting, <laughs> it's always getting destroyed. <laughs> oh, man, that's funny. Um, all right, so moving on. Matt, do you have any NHL news? Uh, did we cover Kadri? You know what, before we get into it, let's hear, uh, I'm going to give you guys a word from our sponsor. Now, we know this is an NHL podcast, but there are a lot of people who watch football too. With the new football season about to begin, get ready for the NFL Week 1 action with DraftKings at Casino Queen Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. To celebrate the return of football, DraftKings is giving new customers a can't-miss offer. Bet just $5 on any football game and get $200 in free bets instantly. Want more action for opening night? Everyone can experience the thrill of DraftKings early win promotion. Get up to seven. You win. Bet on any NFL team of your choice. And if your team leads by seven points at any point during the game, you get paid instantly, even if your team loses. Now, Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code SHYTOMAHAWK to get $200 in free bets instantly when you place a $5 bet on any football game. That's code SHYTOMAHAWK only at DraftKings at Casino Queen Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. You got to be 21 or older to enter. Obviously, can't have any fun unless you're 21. Now, back to the podcast. All right, go ahead, Matt. Did, did we cover Kadri? I, I feel like it happened so fast. Yeah, you know what? I want to say that we did, but you know we can do it again. What was that? Seven years uh, for seven million a year? Yeah, he he's getting paid, and he's really motivated. I, I he all the Calgary fans are falling in love with the guy already, and good for them. You know, it's been a rough, not a rough, but a weird summer. Brutal you know, summer, to be honest is, with you. Brutal. It's, yeah, and Sean Monahan, he got traded to. Uh, the Canadians to uh, free up space for uh, Kadri and it, it's honestly it's a good move I think if you're getting rid of a guy that's six million a year he's a lot of injury problems and he's you know his numbers have been way down not playing Ty- Tyler from uh, Mitts and Twigs he he said he he's you know been playing hurt all these years and yeah you know it's kind of catching up with him but they replaced him with Kadri who's making one mil more and guy he just won a stanley cup he was very important in that in that run and i i think the gm did the best he could he he brought in huberdo he brought in cadre weaver i I, you know i think he you lost two important pieces but he he's he's kind of saving his saving his job by bringing those guys in you know it's almost as if that he replaced goudreau with huberdo and kachuk with cadre yeah Definitely Kachuk, it, it's going to hurt. In a couple of years, it's going to hurt. He's young. He just came off a career year. Maybe it was because of Johnny Hockey. I don't know. Maybe Johnny Hockey's success was Kachuk. Who knows what we're going to find out this year on their new teams. I, I could see Kachuk having a monster year in Florida with Barkov. I, I, I really do. I think he's going to probably get close to 90, 100, 100 points. 
Johnny Hockey, I don't know, man. Unless Patrick Line is uh, scoring on every shot, which, you know, sometimes he's streaky. I don't think he's ever going to have a season like that again. I'm going to say Kachuk, tw- between 25 to 30 goals, about 45 assists. With Barkov? Yeah. I, I think I th- that there's going to be, there's going to be like, like their styles are off. Like they're, like they're yeah, not going to be, year, yeah, yeah, they're not going to be uh, synced up. Yeah. I think Huberto and Barkov definitely, they developed that chemistry really quick. And we're going to see uh, who was the, you know, who was the main piece of, you know, or who was the, who was the big part of each line? Is it, was it Johnny Hockey? Was it Kachuk? And on the other side, was it Huberto or was it Barkov? You know, we're, we're going to. We're gonna find out over this season who was the difference maker. It seems like Huberdo was coming into his, essentially coming into his own as a superstar this year. Yeah, I, I think he set the record in left wing history most assists in one season. I want to say I'm, I'm wow. not sure, but yeah, I mean it's got to be weird. You know, you have the best year of your life and you get traded, and you're so used to it's been your home forever, and it's like yeah, we we we're moving on from you. And I know he was pissed off. Yeah, for Florida, sure. I mean, Calgary. I mean, he was pissed off. He he did sign that extension, but it's got to it had to be a weird two weeks for him for sure. Jeez, that'd be kind of sucked that you sign an extension somewhere just to move on somewhere else. Yeah, and you're you're used to you know being in Florida in the hot weather, and it just uh, it's rough. You know what, though? I do have one thing that we didn't talk about because it just happened, I think, this weekend or just before the weekend. Phil the Thrill signed with Vegas. Really? Phil Kessel is a golden knight. Wow. You know, and we also, we were just talking about the Panthers. We didn't talk about Eric Stahl joining the Panthers as well. Yeah. You know what, man? He sat out last year, I want to say. I I don't think he he was able to find a sign with a team. Yeah. Uh, No one wanted to take a a risk on him, but. Are you sure? I thought he was playing with uh, Minnesota. No, he was, he was traded to the, the Canadians the year they made that run into the final. Okay. And yeah, it. It didn't really work out, and he didn't go anywhere last year. I, I'm pretty sure he, he was unsigned. I think he was playing with like a like an amateur team Canada type of thing. But I, I could be wrong about that. But I am pretty sure he was a free agent for the whole season. And uh, I think Florida's going to take a take a risk on him. Wow, the NHL released their top defensemen, or uh, who they're ranking as their top defensemen. And uh, I'm sure you can guess who number one is. Yeah, Kale McCarr, I'm guessing. Okay, good. One for one. Could you guess who number two and number three is? Well, all right. I am going to go with Victor Hedman, number two. Personally, I think in my eyes, he's number one, but I'm just going by what the NHL is going to say. Sure. Okay, so I'm going to guess number three would probably be... This is close. It's either Adam Fox or Roman Yossi. I'm probably going to go with Yossi. Okay. Because I think he he got more points than Fox last year, I think. And then I'm going to go Adam Fox, number four. Okay. And number five, man. Man, I honestly don't know. This is maybe Mo Sider? Um, That is your first wrong answer. Oh, I went four for four. You went four for oh, four. Oh man! I, in I the right just, order. I was just gonna have you go. I was just gonna have you do three, but 
you took it one step further and went four for four. Really? Yeah. I w- in that order. In that order, yeah. So okay, I I personally I like I said I would have went Headman. So maybe <laughs> okay, I guess you can give it to me. I did say Kale McCarr just because of the the big year he had. But yeah, that that's my top four for sure. For number five, I I don't know, man. I don't about, know. I'll I'll give you this one, uh, Charlie McAvoy. No, no way. That's who. Well, that, I'm just saying that's who they have on the list here. There, there's no way. <laughs> what about? Uh, can you go number six? Is Mo you know, Sider in are, the top ten? These are you know really debatable here. No, he's Is, not. Okay, that that's very interesting. So wow. Here, I'll I'll help you out. Okay. Uh, number six, they've got Chris Letang. He had a monster year last year, though. Okay, I like that one. Number seven, uh, Aaron Ekblad from the Florida Panthers. He had 57 points last year. Okay. At number eight, Devin Taves. No. Uh, number nine, John Carlson. No. He had 71 points in 78 games. Obviously, I don't. this has to be related to offensive output. It's still not top 10 in my eyes. Uh, yeah, I, I agree. Uh, Mira Heiskanen. Dallas Stars, Stars, number 10. No, yeah. No. Number 11, Moritz Sider. Yeah, Mo Sider is in my top 10. I'd have I him at, I would yeah. have him at number eight. I mean, I would, I would put Mo Sider top 10. I think Quinn Hughes top 10. He's and 12. Maybe, maybe Zach Warinsky and Seth Jones really close up there. Warinsky 16, Dowdy 17. What? Yeah, Shea Theodore 15, Morgan Riley 14. Uh, Jacob Slavin, 13. Jacob Slavin's a very good defenseman. He actually should be in the top 10 as well. Uh, Rasmus Dahlin from Buffalo, 18. Alex Petrangelo, 19. I would have Petrangelo ranked higher than Dahlin. But I wouldn't even have him on this list. The guy, he is old, and he's not as as good as he was. Right. And Brent, Brent Burns... Number Come 20. on, get out of here! Yeah, he's, and he's also on the Carolina Hurricanes now. I I think that's going to help his numbers. I know he, he's a goal scoring defenseman. I, I he's he a right winger. Like, he puts up like twenty goals a year. He can play. Goals. He can play D though. He can. I, I, I'm a fan of him, but come on, he's not in the. It was was it the top twenty? Is this what it was? Mm-hmm. And they had Mo Sider at eleven. At eleven. Huh. Yeah, they had um. He's has uh, Heskinen, Carlson, Taves, Ekblad, uh, ranked higher than him. <laughs> I don't. I don't think. I don't think so, man. I most cider plays the game like a Victor Hedman. You know, he's a rookie, yeah. but I think he's gonna get there eventually. He plays it the right way, and he'll put you through the glass. He'll score, pass. He could skate. This this kid's gonna be good. Kale McCarr is the man right now. I know, but oh yeah, big time. I think, in my eyes, Mo Sider is number five on this list, at least. I think uh, I think Kale McCarr's ability to be a, uh, a game changer, I think, is number one. Um, and number two, turn. he played. He was able to play D against Connor McDavid in the playoffs. And you know what? Not many people can do that, man. Well, he could keep up with them. He can keep up with yeah. them 100%. Yep. Uh, it was backwards. actually a sight to see. Yeah. Yeah. Well, who are your top five goaltenders? Because I actually talked to some Ranger fans, and you know, New York guys, 
New York players are the best in the world at every position. You know, we got Igor Shosturkin, number one. We got Adam Fox, number one. We got the bread man at number one. And I'm yeah, like, come on, you guys. There's there's, there's no. 50 states. <laughs> you know, there's 32 <laughs> teams, you know? Yeah. But my, my, the best goalie, I'll give you my top five. I think Vasilevsky, number one. I agree that, that he's my number one. I will give Shosturkin number two. He had a monster year, came out of nowhere. I honestly, I'm a goalie guy, and I didn't know too much about him. I was very impressed with him. I got number three. Whew. You know what? I, I really like... I really like that kid Ottinger from Dallas. I think he's going to be good. Carey Price was up there, but I think he's going to be done forever, man. Yeah. And UC Saros is up there. And, uh, man, who else? This is tough now, mate. I feel like all these goalies are just kind of fading away. Jonathan Quick, he's, he's got to be on the back, you know, yeah, 17 he's, right he's now. He's just about done. Yeah, but... Here, I'll it, give you my top three. I've got Vasilevsky number one. For sure, for sure. I've got UC Saros as number two. And I'm saying that because if the team that he plays on is not an offensive team and he keeps them in there every single game. Shesterkin gets a lot of offensive support from his team that Soros does not. If you were to put Soros on New York, New York would probably be playing Cal- would be playing Colorado in the Stanley Cup Finals. So I think that he's a better uh, goaltender. And someone I'm really high on, man, that I think is going to be really good. Um, Shesterkin is better than him, but I like Jacob Markstrom from uh, Calgary. I've seen I do him, too. I've yeah, seen him play some really, really tough games and really keep his team in there. So, um, you know, that's my top four. I, I think the guys that have been around, you know, like Flurry. Even Hellebuck, man. But, Shesterkin, I, I just want to, I'm sorry. I just want to say that Shesterkin um, is rightfully one of the best goaltenders in the uh, in the league. He is. But he yeah. also has a very, very good uh, offensive team behind him. So, well, you know, there's I that. I think until someone knocks out Vasilevsky, which, you know, the Avalanche did, but Darcy Kemper is not obviously not no. a better goalie than him. I wouldn't put him in the top the, five. The Avalanche were just very good, very good. I think the the fatigue caught up to the Lightning, and you know they ran out of gas. They had a great run, but this guy won how many series in a row? Um, was it six, eight? No, it was. Uh, it's got to be more than that. Two years in a row. Was it fourteen? Fourteen? Yeah. Plus, plus the year before that, you know, he he was on a on a run. Well, he had hold on, there's eight, um, so a, one round, eleven, eleven in a row. Yeah, no one beat him. Right, and he beat the Rangers twice, I believe. Right, and he beat the Leafs twice too. Right, which which they're supposed to win every year. And well, well, until, he, well he, in the playoffs, he beat the Leafs once, yeah. wasn't? Oh, wait, wait, wait. I know he beat them right, this year. Yeah, yeah, he they. They came back, I think it was a game seven. Yeah, he beat them this year, but they didn't play them last year. Okay, but still, until someone from the East knocks him out, he's right. still the best goalie in my eyes. I think Toronto lost to, uh, they lost to Montreal last year, didn't they? In the uh, opening round? Not this past season, this season before. Yes, the yes, yes, the weird season. Right. Yeah, yeah. Very weird season. Really weird, man. But uh, I'm, 
I'm kind of I'm gonna throw Jack Campbell a little love. I think he yeah. he's he's earned it, and I think Top this five. this new team that you know they need a goalie. They've been needing one for years, and they finally got one for McDavid. I think he's gonna have a monster year. I'm I'm cheering for the guy. Right. Well, cool, man. Tell us. Uh, turned out to be a good talk, man. Yeah. Uh, thanks for throwing those goaltenders in in there because that kind of threw me for a little bit of a loop because you yeah. know I'm you know. I don't think Markstrom, Jacob Markstrom gets the love that he deserves, you know, because a lot of it goes to, yeah, you know, some Calvary. of these other guys, even Darcy Kemper gets a lot, gets a, you know, he, he gets some love from a lot of people, you know, and I'm just like, I'm like, I don't know about like, him, man. Yeah. It's he, like an EME thing, dude. Yeah. Yeah. yeah <laughs> he was good enough to play on yeah. Colorado to get them, uh, get them a cup. So we'll see how he is this year though. Well, so, what do you, what do you think though about, it's kind of reminds me of Crawford. A lot, yeah. Like at at times, actually, you know, Shosturkin does. Yeah, I think Crawford. He didn't, you know, he didn't get enough love, and a lot of these New York fans. Oh yeah, he was just on a very good team. I'm like, he's got two yep. cups. He yeah. should have been a consmite winner the one season. He was, he was a, a huge part of why they won. Right. And even quick, two cups, two cups. Matt Murray, two cups, and the Shosturkin talk of him being, oh yeah, I can't believe Henrik Lundqvist never won a cup either. No, these guys are obsessing about these goalies. Yes, they're good, but they're not getting the big win. Right. And they're, they're blaming the team and blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah, if we would have played the Hawks instead of the Kings, we would have won a cup. There's Bullshit. no way. You would have got smoked in four. Yeah, 100%. So, I mean, until this guy proves he can beat him, like Corey Crawford, he proved that he could steal a series. He outplayed Tuka Rask. He outplayed... Uh, he outplayed Bishop, and he outplayed Vasilevsky too. Vasilevsky played a couple of games, I want to say, yeah, in that Tampa, that 2015 series. But I think Shosturkin, like you said, very good goalie. I think Markstrom, top five, not enough love. The dude put up ten shutouts this season, and you know they're too busy talking about Johnny Hockey and you know uh, Matthew Kachuk getting over hundred points. This guy put up 10 shutouts. That's pretty damn impressive. Yeah, it is. And you know what? He doesn't get enough love. You're absolutely right. Well, all right, guys. Uh, that's all that we got for you tonight, Matt. We're going to hit it again next week. And um, do us a favor. Matt, are we going to do a Twitter space this week? Or do you want to wait yeah. one more week? Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. All right, we're gonna wait more one more week. We'll do a, a twi- we'll do it in we, September. <laughs> we need a topic. Yeah, we need to get a yeah, good we need topic. A good one. Get, we're gonna we'll do a poll or something. What we could talk about. All right, sounds good. All right, everybody, that's all we got for you tonight. Everybody, take care. Thank you for listening, and we'll catch you on the next one. This is a Tomahawk. We're out of here. <laughs>